Okay, use your Bible. Hopefully you brought your Bible. Like going to school without a pencil. Not going to get a good grade. I tell you what, let's do. And for those who didn't bring their Bible, let's all say this verse 9 together. Are you ready? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Father, thank you for giving us that promise. Lord, help us to be peacemakers. Help us to love peace. Help us to want peace. And Lord, I feel that that peace begins in our heart when we put you first. Bless now as we look at this, uh, your word, and we'll thank you for all you do in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, I wish I could memorize all this concerning this one verse, but I have not and cannot uh, with all that you try to do. I, I've often thought, Lord, if I could just preach without notes. If I could just do it without notes. Uh, but so far, 40-something years, it hadn't happened. I guess if I didn't preach but one sermon a week, I might could. But no excuse, all right? The, the theme of peace is dominated all the way through the Bible. That, that peace began in the Garden of Eden, and it goes all the way through eternity. Um, in fact, you could chart the Bible's course of history based on peace, because that it was God's theme, peace. He wanted peace. And when we think about there, there was, there was peace um, on the earth before the, the fall of mankind. There was peace. There was perfect peace. And um, Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou, that is God, will keep him, that is you and me, in perfect peace, if our minds are stayed on thee, and if we trust in thee. And sometimes, listen, our minds are not always on God. I'm sorry to say, there, it's not always on God. And our trust is not always in God. And that's why we cannot have that peace, that perfect peace that the Bible speaks of that comes from all uh, understanding. You see, man sinned and that peace was interrupted and it has been interrupted ever since. And by the time you think that uh, things are going well, uh, then everything breaks loose in the wrong direction. Um, there can be peace in, in our heart when a person accepts Christ as their Savior, okay? Peace begins in our heart. But you mark it down, it won't stay there because Satan will see to it that it doesn't stay. Um, when Jesus comes uh, uh, again, um, his title will be the Prince of Peace. And he will establish the kingdom of peace. And it will be and go into... And lead us into eternal peace, where all joys will be joy forever. Perfect peace will be there in heaven. But I know and you know there's no peace now. Um, there's no peace in the world. Because the opposite of peace is Satan ruling in people's lives. Um, God has called us as Christians to be peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children, the sons, the youngins, the offspring uh, of God. Now, someone said peace is glorious only for a brief moment, and that's when the firing stops and people are reloading. Okay? 
When, there's, when it's stopped to reload, then that's when it's a little short, brief moment of peace. Um, I found this, I don't know, I guess I'm going to say, I don't know if it's true or not. The New York Times reported in 1968 that there had been 14,553 wars since 36 B.C. Since 1945, there have been between 50 and 90 wars and no less than 180 internationally significant outbreaks of violence. And the violence continues even today. Man has no ability to keep peace, perfect peace. We do not have that ability. It can only come through the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, People, uh, today we see people marching, we see sit-ins, we see rallies, we see protests, we see demonstrations, any situation to cause trouble because people today do not respect the law. Now, where does that st- I think that starts in the home. If you've got youngins that don't respect parents, then they're not going to respect grandparents. And when they go to school, they are not going to respect the teachers and those that are in authority. And when they get out and seek a job and get a job, they don't want to accept somebody over them. And the beat goes on of people not keeping peace, you know, among ourselves. I wonder, as we we talked about this morning, the... um, the coming of the Holy Spirit and Pentecost Sunday and the first church began out of that and look at the different churches today, different denominations today and how many of those do you reckon broke off because, not because of peace, but because of hatred, arguing, disruptions, I can't have my way, so I will take my ball and my bat and I'll go home. Well, you know, it shouldn't be that way. I want to let's look at five simple questions, okay? Five simple questions. What is the meaning of peace? What did God say when he talked about peace? Um, God sees peace not as the absence of something, but the presence of something. Now listen, Bible-wise, peace is not the absence of conflict as much as it is the presence of righteousness. Jesus says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will fall in line like it's supposed to. But we don't want to do that. We don't want to seek God and his kingdom. We want to seek our own self and have our own kingdom and and be over it and be in charge. I never will forget uh, my dad when time come to do something, mother had passed on and he was getting where he couldn't take care of himself and we lived 35 miles apart and I said, Daddy, I love you, I want to take care of you. But I said, I can't do it and you 35 miles from me. He said, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want me to do, he says. I said, well, I said, I know you probably don't want to. He built the house they lived in. I said, would you think about selling your house and let's get you a mobile home and put it up there next to me. He said, if that's what you want me to do, that's what I'll do. And I thought, wow, that's peace. Well, we sold the house. He, he sold the house. And then, and then come time to give up driving. Now, you listen. A lot of folk don't want to give up driving. 
my daddy on his own gave his car to Lynn and says to me, I think it's time I quit driving. Again, peace that passeth all understanding. Only God could have worked that out. Well, one day I was trying to coach him into what else we need to do. And he, he flared up on me. That peace ceased. He said, you know what your problem is? I said, no, sir. He said, you've been in charge too long. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes we may act like that. Hey, I'm in charge and I don't want nobody getting in front of me. We were at a concert and I vowed and declared to God I'd never attend another one and I ain't since. Forty years ago. Carowinds. I'm in line to see this group perform that I enjoy. Don't even remember the group now, but the line is really unpeaceful. People are shoving and pushing to get in. And uh, I got out of line, Lynn stayed in line, and I went and got me a, and her a drink. Got back in line, and people's pushing and shoving. A lady behind me says, if you spill that drink on me, I'll burn you with my cigarette. Peace that passeth all understanding, I never turned around. If I ever wanted to slap somebody in the next week, it would have been her. What difference would a little old burn from a cigarette do? Well, I didn't spill my drink and she didn't burn me, but boy, was I boiling inside. I mean, you know, a pressure cooker boils to the point all of a sudden it scares you. You know, here it goes, blowing up. Thank goodness that weight of God was heavier than myself. Well, uh, next question is, what is the, what is the menace? To peace. What is the threat? You tell me. What is the threat to peace? One little simple word with three letters, and you and I are in the middle of it. Sin. I am to blame. I cannot blame anybody for my outburst, for my rotten attitude. Um, now, if the meaning of peace is righteousness and truth, then the menace of peace is sin and lies. Now, I wouldn't dare ask you to raise your hand if you've ever lied because if you didn't raise your hand, you'd be lying. <laughs> hey, right? <laughs> I almost thought about Simon Says right there, but I'll leave that alone. A peacemaker makes peace by sowing seeds of righteousness, right kind of living. 2 Timothy 3.12, listen to it. All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And you can't hide from it. If we live the right kind of life, we or will sooner or later suffer persecution because the world will see to it. Listen, it's a matter of taking up our cross and following Jesus daily. And I ask myself, are you willing? Is there any takers that would be willing to take up the cross of Jesus every day and follow him? Third question, who is the peacemaker? Maker. Who is the peacemaker? Well, according to the scripture, again, 1 Corinthians 14, 33, God is not the author of what? Confusion, but of peace. God is a source of peace. 
In John 14, 27, Jesus said, Peace I give unto you. Peace I leave with you. Thank goodness he didn't take it with him. He said, Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. And then he says, Let not your heart be troubled, and neither let it be afraid. A fourth question. Why, excuse me, who are the messengers of peace? If God is the maker of it, who are the messengers? It's you and it's me. It's Christians. We are the messengers of peace. We're the ones um, that's supposed to be peacemakers. And I have been in the middle of arguments between family members, and it is not pleasant. A peacemaker makes peace with God first. If we don't have peace with God, how can we make peace or help others make peace together. A Christian is someone who accepts the gospel of peace, believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, and promotes peace among who? The Bible says the brethren. Christians. Now listen, for me to be saved and for the other person that we're dealing with to be lost, there's not peace there. One's light, one's dark. The light is trying to bring light to the darkness. And the darkness is trying to keep the light from shining. So there's no peace there until the darkness gives in to the light. And the light comes in and the darkness can't stay. You know, at midnight tonight in this place here, if all the power is off, it will be total pitch dark black. No light. But when we turn the lights on... Hey, the darkness disappears. When the light of Jesus comes into our heart, the darkness cannot stay. Even though the darkness is, is approaching and it wants back in. You see, but we have, as Christians, we have to fight that and not allow it to come in. A peacemaker also helps men to make peace with God. And we do this through and by the love of God. Because God so loved the world. He didn't like the disruptions. He didn't like the uh, unrighteousness. And so, he loved us so much, he sent Jesus. Well, when we think about that, we think about a peacemaker also helps make peace with each other. In Mark's gospel, chapter 9, verse 50, it says, have peace one with another. Why shouldn't we? You know, it's okay for you, if you want to, to tell me you don't like the way I do something. It's okay. I've been told a lot of things. How do we take it? I think it was Wednesday night. Somebody made mention of what I had mentioned way back. And they said, that is heavenly sandpaper. When somebody's disagreeing and it's rubbing you the wrong way. What do we use sandpaper for to make rough edges smooth? Well, again, if something is wrong between you and or me and someone else, we as the Christian, we need to build a bridge. What's a bridge? It connects two points together. We need to build a bridge for and with our relationship. I want to have good relationships with everyone, but it's not possible. Because, again, when you run up on somebody who's disgruntled 
And it's amazing when you talk to people that, let's say, have quit church. Most of them, when you say, well, what'd you quit for? Well, so-and-so hurt my feelings. Or the preacher, he didn't do this and he didn't do that. I was sick and he didn't come to see me. Well, did he know about it? I had an uncle to die and he didn't show up for the funeral. You know, where can you go? This thing can go on and on and on and many times. I have had to go to people and say, listen, I am sorry. I mean, what else can I say? What else can I do, you know, to make it right? And sometimes, because they're not a peace-loving person, they don't want it right. They want to keep hitting it and grinding at it. And listen, sooner or later, now listen, that heavenly sandpaper of them can rub us to the point that we become raw. And then every time we bump it, we're reminded of that rawness and how that hurt us. Well, that's what the devil wants. He wants to remind us. Um, I have a scar on my body that was put there by myself for doing something that my daddy said, don't do it, okay? And I got a scar from it today. I tried to hide it, couldn't hide it. I got the scar because my daddy said, you don't supposed to use a hammer on Sunday. I ain't found out in the Bible yet, but my daddy said, don't use a hammer on Sunday. And so I had reached the age that I could stay home by myself when they would go visit kinfolk on Sunday afternoon. We had hogs. I didn't say pigs. We had hogs. And my job was to keep up the fence. My job was to feed the hogs, okay? And the trough had gotten loose. So I said, hey, I'll just take care of that thing. And so I go out and I get out on my knees and I'm sitting there in a squat position with the hammer trying to jerk this staple out. And, of course, the hammer slipped off and the claws got me in the thigh. It tore my pants and just tore my leg. Okay, I can get this fixed. I can get the blood stopped and get the pants clean. But what am I going to do with this hole? You know what I done? I done what all of us do. What's that? Come on. Huh? What? Covered it up. With what? A lie. How'd your pants get tore up? Well, I don't know. I just... <laughs> oh, well. I can take you to the very spot where that happened. I mean, the, I would be within two foot of where it happened. That's how I remember. And God's the same way. He is our heavenly Father. And He said, this is what you don't do. This is what you do. Where are we? We're in between. We're trying to decide yes. We're trying to decide no. We're trying to decide black. We're trying to decide white. We're trying to decide left. And we're trying to decide right, in and out, hot and cold, up and down. And hey, he says you can't split the middle. You either for me or you are against me. The last question. What is the merit of peace? Matthew 5, 9. Listen, I can't think of a better thing to say about us than what Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers with a semicolon. Blessed are the peacemakers. Do we want to be blessed or do we not want to be blessed? I didn't get involved in this situation. I didn't know what to do, so I just, they didn't know I was watching, so I just left. It was in a shopping center parking lot. It must have been, it was either a husband or wife or a girlfriend or a boyfriend. 
and they had been arguing. And I believe it was she gets in the car and drives off. He jumps in his car and flies across the parking lot. I can see it and I can hear it now. He ran right into the back end of that car, not once but twice. I mean, jerking the doors open, I'm thinking, Lord, get me out of here. You know, that wasn't peace. That had nothing to do with peace. That was the opposite of peace. Well, hey, people today just soon pull out a gun and shoot you or me as look at us. Why? Because of unrighteousness, because of sin. And you and I, we, we have to be on guard 24-7 if we're going to be a peacemaker like God intended for it to be. Zechariah 2.8, listen, it calls us the apple of God's eye. Now, in the Hebrew text, it's not talking about a shiny apple, okay? It's talking about the pupil of God's eye. Now, you know and I know, if I put my hand there, what happens? My eye automatically blinks. My shutters come down. Why? Not so I can sleep, but so it can protect my pupil. And so that's what he meant when he said, you are the apple of my eye. And when somebody is poking and gouging us in the eye, not literally, but saying things and doing things, they're poking God in the eye. Because Zechariah 2.8 says that we are, as Christians, the apple of God's eye. So I have to ask myself, am I a peacemaker or a troublemaker? It's one or the other. I'm either a peacemaker or a troublemaker. Now let me say this to you. I don't know a thing about Facebook. I couldn't get on it if my life depended on it. But some of you, according to what I see and hear, you thrive on that. On the way to church this morning, Lynn was going to be dealing with children's church and, and the children. And so she said, do you have, now listen, I, I don't think sometime, okay? You know that. She said, do you have a figure ring on your desk at church? I said, a what? She said, a figure ring. I said, what's a figure ring? I, yeah, I got a figure ring right there. I mean... She said, no, I'm just talking about something I can use as like an idol. You know what I done? Immediately, I picked up my telephone. I said, there it is right there. Some folk can't live without it. You can try to have a conversation with them, and they'll give it this and give it that, and a beep and a bop, and, and look what's on Facebook. Look, you know, here you go. Listen, don't be a part of that junk, because it will cause you not to be a peacemaker, but you will be a troublemaker because you pass it on to somebody else. My goodness, I'm just tired of it, aren't you? Thank goodness there won't be no cell phones in heaven. So how you know? Because man made it. Hello? <laughs> I just say this, may we be found making peace and keeping peace with each other till Jesus comes. Till Jesus comes, because he is coming. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for this time to be with my family. Thank you for those who've chosen to come this way tonight. Bless every home that's represented in this room. And I pray for Lynn there with the youth now, that you would just bless them. I pray for our children with John. I pray that things are going well. I pray that you would just... Uh, continue to bless. And Lord, help me to be aware 
that you've called me as your child a peacemaker and that I might do my part to make peace, keep peace, and to know that you're the author of it and not confusion. In Jesus' name, amen.